Season 1, Episode 1, The Heirs of the Dragon. We start this series by hearing a story told of House Targaryen in the year 101, specifically about King Jaehaerys and his lack of an heir. Because of this, a council was called and 14 succession claims were heard, but really it was between two. The first is Princess Rhaenys Targaryen, eldest descendant of King Jaehaerys. The second is Prince Viserys Targaryen, the eldest male descendant. The lords in the court decide on Prince Viserys, and it's made very clear that this is the only real decision because of Rhaenys' unwillingness to be a man. So we're brought into the present, nine years into Viserys becoming king, and to help us understand where we are in the Game of Thrones world, it's 172 years before Daenerys Targaryen is born. We're flown into King's Landing, and the fluorescent blonde hair is everywhere, somehow looking fierce on everyone. Though we're truly focused on one blonde in particular, the Princess Rhaenyra, who seems to be not only a fan favorite and main character, but the favorite amongst dragons as well. While Rhaenyra is young, she is tall enough to take the dragons out for a flight when she has time. Quickly, we see Rhaenyra is close with three people, her friend and child of the king's hand named Allison, Sir Harold, who looks after her, and her uncle, Prince Damon. Rhaenyra's mother, Queen Emma, is wildly pregnant and makes it clear to Rhaenyra that this is going to be her future. In a paraphrase, we have uterus, therefore we must make use of uterus and make babies. Clearly, Rhaenyra is a bit perturbed by this idea, but best not to think too much about that now. Since Rhaenyra, Queen Emma, has suffered through miscarriages and stillbirths, she knows that this is going to be her last pregnancy, and there's a lot of pressure for an heir. <clears throat> I mean, a boy. Princess Rhaenyra also has another job, other than bearing children, to pour the drinks in the room where the king and his council sit around the table discussing the latest news. The first news of the day is of alliance happening among what is known as the Free Cities, and logically, Lord Corlys, husband to Princess Rhaenys, aka the person who Viserys won against to be heir, aka the queen who never was, voices his concern about the potential uprising. The king Viserys is not bothered because why would he be? The free cities might be creating alliances and have their own named leader, but at least they're doing some odd jobs like getting rid of pesky pirates. On to more pressing subjects, which seems to be an issue that the council has, is how Prince Damon handles being commander of the city watch and enforces the law, which honestly is quite brutally in fact, and all while accessorizing with beautiful gold capes. In one scene, Damon riles up his army of the Watch, saying, King's Landing will learn to fear the color gold, and they absolutely deliver. Gold, but make it trauma. More than how Damon is handling his tasks, it's clear that while Damon is the heartthrob bad boy of the series, the council and hand of the king really can't stand his ass. Well, again, King Viserys doesn't really give a shit. Little brothers are annoying. What he really cares about discussing is something called the Heirs Tournament. This is a festival of jousting and other violent things for knights to partake in. The tournament takes place because the king is having an heir, but Viserys' council urge him to hold off on having this tournament until the child is actually born. That way they can confirm that it's actually a male, but Viserys is truly convinced that he knows the child is male because of some dream he had a dream where a male child was born wearing a crown. So 
the king is pretty damn confident it'll all go according to plan. And that's always a good omen. Back to our little rebel Damon, telling Rhaenyra that the tournament is for him, since it's called the heir's tournament. She corrects him, saying that it's for her soon-to-be little brother, the actual heir. Damon says again, yeah, it's still for me. Confidence is key, according to Damon. But why is this heir so important? Well, we do see the king has some fucking nasty-ass cyst on his back, which he swears it's from that ergonomic throne made of swords that he sits on every day. Though this time, the wound is not healing, and the king's hand, Otto, is worried enough to keep it a secret from the council members. Viserys seems to be wounded by the very throne he sits upon. It's now tournament day, and the council is dressed to the nines. The crowd is ready for jousting. Just in time, Queen Emma is in labor. Unfortunately, it will be a bloody and violent day in more than one way. Before we get to the blood, we're caught up on all the gossip about the knights and their families from Rhaenyra and Alicent. But it's really one knight in particular that Rhaenyra is interested in, named Sir Christian Cole, a common-born brunette man, but nonetheless hot. The fact that the princess is so interested in him, and the fact that he had such a quick defeat against both Baratheons and Prince Daemon in the tournament, makes me think we should pay attention to this character. Moving on to the brutality of the episode, it's time to check in on Queen Emma and her labor. True horror sets in as the king rushes to her side and finds out that the baby is breached and has not been able to be turned around. We're brought back to the Game of Thrones roots that we have somehow forgotten about since the Red Wedding. The king is asked to make an impossible choice, and he chooses to perform a medieval C-section on a fully awake Queen Emma, knowing that the blood loss alone will kill her. We watch as Emma loudly suffers into death while her baby, a male, is pulled out of her. Unfortunately, the child only lives for a few hours, leaving King Viserys with no heir no son, and no wife. While officially the child is known as Prince Balin, Viserys' brother Daemon refers to him as the heir for a day. Daemon's comment lands him a one-way ticket out of the council, removal of his title of potential heir, and lands Rhaenyra a place as official heir to the throne. And although this is widely contested by the fat thumbs with beards sitting on the council, she is the first girl to be named heir to the Iron Throne. As Rhaenyra takes the title of heir, Viserys has a secret to tell her, a secret that has been kept for years. Their ancestor, Aegon Targaryen, foresaw the end of the world of men, beginning with a terrible winter from the north. Viserys laments that when this great winter hits, all of Westeros must stand against it, and the only chance for survival is our Targaryen on the throne, strong enough to unite the realm against the cold and the dark. Aegon, the poetic man he was, named his dream the Song of Ice and Fire. I'll leave you with the scene which the episode also ends. A beautiful Rhaenyra draped in red and gold, with eyes that slowly turn from fear and stress to confidence, as she officially becomes named heir to the throne.